Air now has two premier cannabis dispensaries in the greater Boston area. Airback Bay is conveniently located in the heart of Boston at 827 Boylston Street across from the Prudential Center, serving adult-use customers. Or check out Air Watertown, located near Watertown Square at 48 North Beacon Street, serving medical patients and adult-use customers. Our team is eager to help you choose from a wide assortment of premium cannabis products. Join us in the air, spelled A-Y-R, in Back Bay, Watertown, or online. Please consume responsibly. This product may cause impairment and may be habit forming. There may be health risks associated with consumption of this product. This product has not been analyzed or approved by the Food and Drug Administration. There is limited information on the side effects of using this product, and there may be associated health risks. Marijuana use during pregnancy and breastfeeding may pose potential harms. It is against the law to drive or operate machinery when under the influence of this product. Keep this product away from children. There may be health risks associated with consumption of this product. Marijuana can impair concentration, coordination, and judgment. The impairment effects of edible marijuana may be delayed by two hours or more. In case of accidental ingestion, contact Poison Control Hotline at 1-800-222-1222 or 911. This product may be illegal outside of Massachusetts. Massachusetts State License Number MR283946, MR283886, Watertown Medical License Number RMD325. B-Pod Studios. It's Boston's most listened to afternoon radio program. Vulgar mm. and Matt. You need a little bit of fat in there for flavor. Presented by DraftKings Sportsbook. On 98.5, the sports hub. Other than, you know, three, like, special plays that just fell exactly right for Bailey Zappi, where the whole world wanted to go, oh my gosh, look at Bailey Zappi. Whoa! He threw to the running back, uncovered, coming out of the backfield. (sighs) Who could do that? Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. He threw to a wide... I mean, this play, hey, it's a great game plan play. He got fortunate that he was in that quarterback right there where the Bears call that. I don't think Mac misses that. This play right here, there's another game plan play. This is the guy you throw to on this play, period. That's a crappy throw. He's wide open. You know? So, and then you have, oh, a fumbled snap or a fumbled handoff. And, of course, some bad interceptions to go along with it, too. So, I don't sit here, too, after the last night and go, oh, well, Bailey Zappi's definitely the answer. That was Chris Sims agreeing with some of Greg Bedard's commentary. Big boy in our town for entire studios. You had Bailey Zappi as one of your downs. You don't think he played particularly well. I, I did. I thought he played well for a while. Um, but then the clock struck midnight. Was that a crappy throw to Myers or did Myers turn inside when he should have kept going outside? Like uh, I thought it was, I thought it was, and, and I didn't, I didn't grade Zappi down on the throw. Uh, I didn't give him a plus either because he was wide open. It looked to me Myers turned inside immediately. Yeah, he was running to the flag. And then, so, like, I think Zappi just sort of let him going where he was going. And then Myers, for some reason, turned inside. No, he was, he was inside the whole He was inside the whole way. And, was he? Yeah. I he, thought he came from the right side of the formation. No, he did. But he, as soon as he turned a corner, he, tur- he turned, like, the inside. Like I this, see. I and see. then the, the ball went that way. I yeah. see. Well, okay. How about the handoff? Whose fault is that? I thought it was Zappy. I didn't think it was it was uh, in the pocket. You know, it was sort of on the outside. I'm just referencing what I saw on TV at yeah. the game. It, it's hard. To, you can't see on the the, the film. Um, but from what I remember, it was not in the pocket. It was outside, and I thought that led to the fumble. And yeah, I mean, I, they might have had a decent game there. I mean, I think how'd you feel about the play? Was, how'd you feel the play call? I, I didn't love it, but I, you know, it was going to be okay. It was going to gain some plays, uh, some it. yards, but it was huge in the game. I mean, it certainly was. How do you run that play to Jacoby Myers? 
He's like the guy runs in sand. Thornton. Aguilar. Yeah, was, right. Was, yeah, I mean, was Aguilar even. I mean, you, you run into someone yeah, faster. Yeah, being sneaky. They didn't exactly. expect it from us. I mean, so exactly. Again, it being too cute. Just give it to someone who can run. Uh, just I have one question for you, because we talked about this yesterday. Did Zappi get rid of the ball quicker than Jones does, or is that a product of the play calling? Uh, that's a good question. Uh, Thank you. You know, I, I think to me, it's a it's a, it's a byproduct of the play calling because they, for the most part, and, and the wheel sort of came off when this changed, but for the most part, they give him pretty decisive, clear reads about like you know this this is where this play is going to go, like the throw to Stevenson. You know, if if it's man to man, he goes to Stevenson. It's a pick play. You know, Myers picked the linebacker. That's why Stevenson was wide open. Yes, I mean, it was even better. And as a play caller, you're like, oh, yes, the linebacker's blitzing too. Like, okay, we got something here. Um, that wasn't a read by Zappi. That was a design call. And But I do think that give, Mac, uh, give Zappi credit. I think he he is – what's impressive watching him more and more on film is that he definitely knows what's going on. And he knows where the coverage is going to be, where the voids are. Okay, I'm going to check it down real quick. That's the best part of his game that he's decisive and reads things quickly. Now, this is the way Mac was last year when he was being taught piecemeal from the beginning by McDaniel's and and I told you guys this a while ago and I think you're seeing it now. People underestimated how closely managed Mac Jones had to be last year. It was very close. To, there was a reason for that. And again, I think that Matt Patricia just was like, "Oh, well, we did this in year one. Now we're going to expand. And I thought he got over his skis. And, and that was to the detriment of Mac Jones and the offense overall. Okay. What should they do going forward, Greg? What should they do? Well, like I said, I think that they should. Uh, well, declare. But who would you pick? And what, what would you do going? You know, how would you go about it? Oh, Who's, for me, I look, for me, Mac Jones is the franchise quarterback of this team. And, and it's not just me who has this opinion. Um, there are a lot of people who know what's going on inside the building who had that opinion. And also, you know, Troy Aikman, I heard him on the, the, the pregame show and also on the telecast talking about how, you know, Mac Jones, Dan Orlovsky, Chris Sims, Greg Cosell, these are people who watch the film and say Mac Jones is the guy. Now, we don't know. I don't, even at the end of last year, I said, I think he's the guy. I don't know. He's only a rookie. We'll see. We'll see once he gets to year three what the what the deal is with Mac Jones. But to me, Mac Jones clearly, and you could see it even on that nice out to Devontae Parker that Bailey Zappi threw. You know, the ball just takes a while to get there. He throws it with really good timing. He throws with anticipation, allows him to get away with some stuff. But when the score gets away from them, when they get behind, when the defense can sort of sit back and you know, it's going to become more of an issue, and it became more of an issue as the game went on. Mac Jones on that throw is a little bit better. The elite guys are even better on those type of throws. And so I just, I'm, I'm, it's my opinion. I could be wrong. I still believe he is very limited as far as his ability to be an NFL quarterback, a starting quarterback in terms of height and arm strength. You think they go with Mac this week and – off to the races I have from no there. Freaking clue. So you, you think there's a shot they stick with Zappy? You think it could go either way still? I would like to say no, but I I don't know what Matt Patricia and Joe Judge are telling Bill in there. 
And and here, this is what this is a point that I wanted to make. You know, there's been a lot of discussion about Mac Jones and like, should he have been frustrated? Should he have been this? Should he have been that? Basically, what they've done with him is the equivalent of okay. So Gerard Mayo was, I think, defensive rookie of the year in 2008. I want to say I forget which year it was. It might have been 09. So he was he was offensive rookie of the year. He comes back. The, the, what they're doing to Mac Jones would, would have been the equivalent of moving Dante Scarnecchia from offense to defense. Him changing Bill's system, you know, the, the the defensive system that has worked for years here and expecting Gerard Mayo, a very smart player who had a lot of success his first year in that system, being like, not just not asking any questions. Would anybody expect that of Gerard Mayo? No, I think it's totally, Mac is totally in the right to ask a lot of questions and, and are we doing things correctly? Is this the right thing? I think in that same example, I think Gerard Mayo would have done the same thing and he would have been exactly justified. I, I It just astounds me that Bill, a guy who basically, and I remember hearing Nick Saban talk about this when he was in Miami, we're not changing our playbook. It's the Miami Dolphins offense, it's the Miami Dolphins defense because we don't want to get in a situation where guys are having to learn new playbooks every year. And all of a sudden, Bill decides to do this in the offseason. It, it, it astounded me then. It continued. We're, 40, we're 40% we're of the way into the season. Okay, so this is, Greg, why I'm leaning zappy now. And I sort of came at this this week because I think the Mac Jones thing is dysfunctional, and it's not his fault. Like, it's not his fault. But for They've pe- ruined him. Yeah, I mean, I don't know if they've ruined him, but they certainly did not put him in a in in a position to succeed this year, as you were mentioning. And now there's a thing between him and Patricia and Judge, and Patricia and Judge are behind one guy, not the other. I mean, I think that's sort of clear in the way this was managed the other night. is dysfunctional. It's like, and so, I mean, I think Mac Jones is probably the better player. I think he's got more upside. I think he should be the guy. But if it's working better with the other one, then, you know, it's working better with the other one. And just, you know, go with it. Like, that's sort of where I'm at. And not that I think it's like a slam dunk Bailey Zappi either. I think it's close. As I said yesterday, I think it's possible the team can turn it around with both guys. I, I don't. With, I think Zappy. I think Zappy certainly has a, a ceiling, and I, I, I don't think that they're. If he's named the starter, I don't know how much hope I have for them. I mean, again, I thought they were going to be eight and nine, even with Mac Jones and with Bill Belichick stepping in and having a heavy hand with the offense, which I thought would happen. Um, but I, you know, I agree with you. Well, like, so, I, mean, I, I think. I mean, all I'm saying is, whatever I thought they could or can be, they can be with Zappy and Jones like equally. Yeah. So, like, if they have a shot to turn it around with and Jones in this state team, and how they're setting it exactly. up, exactly. Yes. With Jones in the current state and the relationship between him and the coaches and the way it's gone, it, uh, you know, they could turn around or Zappy could turn around, but they could both fall on their faces. It's close, but I just think the the Mac Jones thing is becoming a little dysfunctional. Well, I think that you know, like we're talking about, that Bill keeps saying what he's saying at the podium. I mean, if he had 100% belief in Mac Jones, and wanted, that that's my guy. And, and wanted to get his back. Yes, and get his confidence and say, all yes. right, they send a message to the rest of the team. This is your leader. This is one of your captains that you, quote-unquote, elected in the offseason. <laughs> this is the guy. Why doesn't he just say that? And he said, you know, as soon as Mac's healthy, he's the guy. He hasn't even come close to saying that once. And so that tells me that it is not a done deal. I'm not sure he believes in Mac Jones in his current state. And and I'm not sure that he should because I do think that they've 
not ruined him, but they've certainly wrecked him in the short term. Okay. Absolutely. More your thoughts on this coming up after we do 10 questions. Air now has two premier cannabis dispensaries in the greater Boston area. Airback Bay is conveniently located in the heart of Boston at 827 Boylston Street across from the Prudential Center, serving adult-use customers. Or check out Air Watertown, located near Watertown Square at 48 North Beacon Street, serving medical patients and adult-use customers. Our team is eager to help you choose from a wide assortment of premium cannabis products. Join us in the air, spelled A-Y-R, in Back Bay, Watertown, or online. Please consume responsibly. This product may cause impairment and may be habit forming. There may be health risks associated with consumption of this product. This product has not been analyzed or approved by the Food and Drug Administration. There is limited information on the side effects of using this product, and there may be associated health risks. Marijuana use during pregnancy and breastfeeding may pose potential harms. It is against the law to drive or operate machinery when under the influence of this product. Keep this product away from children. There may be health risks associated with consumption of this product. Marijuana can impair concentration, coordination, and judgment. The impairment effects of edible marijuana may be delayed by two hours or more. In case of accidental ingestion, contact Poison Control Hotline at 1-800-222-1222 or 911. This product may be illegal outside of Massachusetts. Massachusetts State License Number MR283946. MR283886, Watertown Medical License Number RMD325. The most popular afternoon radio show in Boston. Back in your face, suck it! Felger and Mass, 98.5, the sports hub. You want the answer? You've got to ask the question. Do you have an opinion based on if you had to go with your gut, what, which way it would go? Uh, Sometimes you have to ask it over and over and over again. Why, 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 why? This is 10 Questions with Greg Bedard and Felger and Mass on 98.5, the sports hub. All right, 10 Questions with Bedard is brought to you by Awaken 180. Every Thanksgiving, a common tradition is to say, what we're, what are we thankful for? Well, this year, make better health your declaration by starting Awaken 180 today. Again, 10 Questions with Bedard is brought to you by Awaken 180. And just take a look at Greg himself if you need any sort of a personal endorsement of that program. 10 Questions, 10 Minutes. Jimmy, what are our buzzer options? It is Zappy Mania, isn't it? There it is, Greg Zappy Mania. Next. Shrouded in mystery right now. Ooh, we're shrouded, uh, Murray. Oh, let's, oh, this is it. Let me try Get again. the hood. Okay. Ooh, shrouded in mystery. How <laughs> mysterious. Which suck quarterback will it be? Next. Ooh. I tried to access your poll, but I, I couldn't get in there. Yep. <laughs> Guy should get on it. Wow. Go ahead. Next. Stop touching people's polls. Last one. You have to listen really closely. Okay. Tyquan Thornton. Big fan. I, I really wish he didn't get hurt because this is uh, what you've seen is what we were seeing. <laughs> noise you made last week. Of, that wasn't me. That wasn't that you? Was that was you. Thing. A piece uh, of crap equipment seen. in this place. <laughs> oh, that Everything's always failing. <laughs> All right. Hit it. I tried to access your poll, but I, I couldn't get in there. <laughs> Number 10, the NFL trade deadline is a week from yesterday. What is the Patriots' biggest need? Give me a, a realistic name or something they could be looking at. Linebacker, Shaq Thompson from the Panthers. He, former safety, athletic, good player, smart. Get a real player at linebacker, please, since you bypassed drafting one this year. Again, of course. So I don't qualify as realistic, but Roquan Smith. He's a stud, an absolute animal on the field the other night. Definitely not realistic. Oh. But it is, and damn you, this is the, the answer I had. Roquan Smith, he requested a trade before the season. Okay, he's a first-round pick who's a stud who's going to cost you a first-round yeah, pick and a lot of money. Really They're not going to do anything like that. Okay, but again, it's, but it's realistic. It's not like I threw some... It's not realistic. A distressed well, asset. He wants off the team. Down. Next. I love him. Tyquan Thornton. Big fan. I, I really wish he didn't get hurt because this is... Uh. what. <laughs> 
That wasn't me. Okay, now have fun. Give me a fun, sexy trade for the Patriots. That may not be realistic. I think Mazza Murray just gave you one. You give me one now, Greg. Belichick, Patricia, Judge, and Zappi to the Raiders for McDaniels, <laughs> Devontae Adams, and Jared Stidham. <laughs> Tom Brady. <laughs> for what? Whatever I mean, bring him in for the final. Zappy, I need mean, a trade. Okay, Zappy. Mac Jones for Zappy, and for uh, Mac Jones for Brady. You would do that? Yeah, you would do that. You said a fun one. Why? They Does have a fun one have to? Why? Great. I like realistic yeah. for ten games. You no, said, it yeah, wasn't. No, that fun. was not even realistic. Come on, Belichick and Mac Jones to the Carolina Panthers for Brian Burns and their first and second round picks next year. The Panthers get a coach they think will revitalize the organization, or a young quarterback they think has upside. Meanwhile. The Pats get to say good riddance to the Grump, who's nothing without Brady, and Andy Dalton Jr., and they get a clean reset with the franchise and, with draft picks to build. And bring Peyton in. Yeah. Okay, there we go. Why? I asked for unrealistic, and I got it. Number yep. eight. Shrouded in mystery right Ooh. now. Number eight. Name the NFL team that is most lost at the quarterback position. They're lost. They don't suck necessarily the worst, but they're the most lost. The Colts. No question. That they're starting Sam Ellinger this weekend? Holy mackerel. I mean, I, I think a lot of their G- GM, Chris Ballard, and I think he's built up that roster. But holy cow, has he screwed up the quarterback position time and time again. Wow. It really is. It's unbelievable there. I mean, to me, they're on my list, too. But I went well, I mean, down- you, you said this to me the other day. And this is why I asked the question. They've gone from Philip Rivers to Carson Wentz to Matt Ryan, and now he's shut down. Correct. It's like they've gone from one washed-up, done-suck bag to the next. Yeah, they've sucked at all three. I went with Denver because I assumed someone was going to say Indianapolis. Denver's a, Russell Wilson blows. Like, where's Denver going? And they have nowhere to go. Yeah, right. He's not so going Den- Denver's another one. I throw them out there, too. I said Colts. It's where old quarterbacks go to die. Next. It is Zappy Mania, isn't it? Please rank the most Neanderthal knuckle-dragging fan bases in the NFL, the biggest dirtbag fans in the NFL, and stop when you get to Jets fans. Jets. <laughs> I also have Jets. No, they're not number one. The Eagles they're are number Eagles. one. Oh, Eagles. Then Eagles. Then Jets. I have yeah, well, yeah. I have Eagles are on my list too, along with the Steelers and the Raiders. <laughs> so I, I've I've got Eagles and then Steelers. I go back and forth, but Jets are in the top three. I thought Steelers were definitely going to be on your list, Matt, after that lady in the airport. Well, that was gender specific. <laughs> <laughs> Steelers are filthy, and but they're not quite. There's a the 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 Philly fan. I've often you know discussed this. The Eagle fan. There, you know, I've been to every stadium, covered just about everything. You know, I've been doing this a long time, as all of you have. So I've been in a lot of stadiums with a lot of fan bases. The only time I feel like there's a chance that I'm going to get hit over the back of the head with a chair is when I'm with Eagles fans. It's the only time there's like a hint, there's an undercurrent of the potential for physical violence. It's the only time I feel it is when I'm with Philly fans. And so, yes, they are the, they're one. Jets might be two, though. Next. I tried to access your poll, but I, I couldn't get in there. Uh, uh, Greg, uh, grade the Christian McCaffrey trade for the Niners, please. F. I just, I'm, I'm never giving up that for a running back. I don't care how good they are. How can Kyle Shanahan in their, in his system, which is supposed to, it's supposed to be run base and set up the running back. How can he not find a running back that can stay healthy and stay on the field and be productive? Why does he have to go trade the equivalent of a first round pick for a brittle running back? I don't get it. B. 
I give it a B. I think he's a good fit for their system. Are, are you serious? Yeah, again, they give up a lot. They, you, see, he won't you, last three more games. But that's not the point. You're, you're focusing solely on the price, which was high, admittedly, ridiculously high. They got to go all in. At this stage, what choice do they have? They've already spent a boatload for Lance. Now they, you know, they kept Garoppolo as a backup. They've signed some of the defensive players. They got to win a championship. F with an asterisk. I'll explain the asterisk in a minute because what's this do for them now? You're still short a quarterback. This does not put them over the hump, and this one doesn't excite me. If he went to the Bills or Kansas City, I'd give it an A. But the asterisk, if they're setting this up for Brady next year, A. Ah, okay. Now we're talking. Next, Tyquan Thornton. Big fan. I, I really wish he didn't get hurt because this is what. <laughs> it's just staggering. Speaking of Brady, tool bag question. Who has been the bigger tool bag? And why? Aaron Rodgers or Tom Brady? Man, man, this is close. But I went with Rodgers just because he's out there and he's talking on, you know, McAfee's thing about, you know, hey, guys are making mistakes. We're going to cut snaps. Oh, and guess what? My position coach told me that I had an A this week. Oh, God. Uh, I also went Rodgers for that very same reason. He's here in the laundry. I mean, at least Brady, when he lets it out, says it right in the face of the guys he's saying it to. You're about. You know, Rodgers is a weasel. Uh, it's a quarter, It's a uh, coin flip of douchebaggery. So I actually went with Brady. If you're going to show up half the time, don't expect the same results. Like, he's so checked out this year, he should have just stayed retired. Here comes a bonus tool bag question next. Shrouded in mystery right now. Number four, biggest tool bag New York Jet of all time. Keyshawn. Mm, good one. I went Mark Gaston. I, I pick him every time. I know, and I love the answer. It's a, it's a, it's a forgotten jet douchebag. Oh, he's what epic douchebag, complete total douchebag. Him and his at the time was his wife or his girlfriend Bridget Nielsen. Remember that? Yeah, yeah. And she's sitting up in the fans making "I love you" signs to him on the field. Complete freaking toolboxes, the two of them. They probably gave birth to a wrench and a screwdriver. Bart Scott. Okay, I thought he was kind of a cool jet, but either way, next. I tried to access your poll, but I, I couldn't get in there. Who's your favorite Jet of all time? Curtis Martin. Oh, I just good thought one. he was so smooth, good one. so was. cool. I, he was just a man. I went Joe Klecko. So I, that was the same. It was his I, running mate. That was the sack exchange. Yep. But yeah. you liked Klecko. Yeah, Klecko was a little less, you know. Uh, he was uh, a working class guy. Yeah, yeah right. Gasso had the permed hair. Oh, he came he like was a, a tool. came like he came out of the beauty salon. He did, Klecko, but he went to the hairdresser. Klecko, Klecko was more like the everyman. Yeah, he was just in there, you know, grinding in the mud. Yeah. I got Klecko I liked. Wayne Krebet, like the original Welker, Julian Edelman type that took a beating over the middle but would always make that big grab on like third and got to have it. Loved Wayne Krebet. Uh, I, I thought early in his career, from much of his career till the end, uh, Darrell Rivas, I just thought was... A brilliant, one of the, I think the second best corner I've seen since Deion Sanders in that role. So I, I just liked his ability. I just like watching him play. Next, Tyquan Thornton. Big fan. I, I really wish he didn't get hurt because this is what? What is your favorite Jets-Patriots game of all time? Spygate, September 9th, 2007. Just kicked everything off. Randy Moss splitting the defense. I got to go butt fumble. I'm sorry. That is my favorite. When when um, Sanchez stuck his head right up the lineman's ass. That was great. Tuna Bowl 1 in 97 here. It was the most, like the most electric atmosphere I've ever been in. Ooh, good one. Tuna Bowl 1. You blocked a field goal to yep. win it at the very – you got and, you know, the Parcells takes over the Jets who are nothing. He walks in here and almost beats you in year one. That was good, that was good stuff. Uh, agreed. Last one. Shrouded in mystery right now. Who would you rather be right now? The New York Jets 
or the New York Giants? Giants, no question. I mean, I, I just like they have Dayball. They have the offensive guy. Kafka's really good, who's the coordinator. And then they have Martindale, the defense coordinator. I don't like the Jets coaching setup. And and the Giants, this was supposed to be a complete rebuild year. They're way ahead of where McDermott and those uh, those Buffalo guys uh, that from Carolina when they started in Buffalo. I, Giants. I also picked the Giants. First of all, they're really New York's team to me. You know, like okay, I understand. And then, but beyond that, I like where they are better. What team is better set up? Who's got a higher ceiling as a franchise quarterback, Zach Wilson or Daniel Jones? Wilson, but I don't know. They'll think, figure out the quarterback. Yeah, I also said Giants because of Dayball. I don't know. I I happened to watch that Jets Denver game on the flight back from Nashville. That Wilson, they are terrified of him. He's and even when they do let him throw, it's like oh god, hang on to your heart. But I'll, I'll tell you, someone got because someone got smart there with the Jets in the offseason. Because remember last year they just turned Zach Wilson loose and he was you know, turning the ball all over the place, and now they're tightly managing like they should have last year. So at some point, someone got smart over there. And so, I mean, I don't know if he can – I just think Zach Wilson is higher upside as a passer than Daniel Jones. So do you know what kind of year Daniel Jones is having? You know, it's good. He ran for 100 yards last week and ran, he had 200 right. passing. Thank you. He ran for 100 yards. Yes. I mean, he was like, you know – uh, Josh Allen for crying out loud or something like that. He was dynamite. Okay, thus concludes 10 questions. Update with Murray. Back with more of your phones right after. Tyquan Thornton. Big fan. I, I really wish he didn't get hurt because this is what. Uh, Greg. Hey there, it's Taylor at The Vault. Are you curious about cannabis, an expert, or anything in between? Then we invite you to The Vault. Our highly knowledgeable and expert staff are here to answer all your questions. The Vault has the widest selections in the state and extremely competitive pricing. We are sure to meet and exceed all your needs. Visit one of our two convenient locations in Webster and in Worcester. The Vault, your key to cannabis. Please consume responsibly. This product may cause impairment and may be habit forming. There may be health risks associated with consumption of this product. This product has not been analyzed or approved by the Food and Drug Administration. There is limited information on the side effects of using this product, and there may be associated health risks. Marijuana use during pregnancy and breastfeeding may pose potential harms. It is against the law to drive or operate machinery when under the influence of this product. Keep this product away from children. There may be health risks associated with consumption of this product. Marijuana can impair concentration, coordination, and judgment. The impairment effects of edible marijuana may be delayed by two hours or more. In case of accidental ingestion, contact Poison Control Hotline at 1-800-222-1222 or 911. This product may be illegal outside of Massachusetts. Massachusetts State License Number MR282527. The most popular afternoon radio show in Boston. Some sort of prid quo quo there. Felger. Like, well, but, so, uh, excuse me. And Mass. Excuse me. 98.5, the sports up. Does Mass have to show you something more this week in order to get the start this Sunday? Yeah, we're getting ready for the Jets. All of us. Yeah. And when you say we'll see how it goes today, are you referring to quarterback health or quarterback performance? I'm talking about just going out and practicing today. We haven't been on the field yet. There's nothing nothing to talk about from yesterday. I think we ain't doing anything. Bill, do you know what you want to do on Sunday? Or will they be competing, the quarterback competing this week for that job? Yeah, I never said that. I said we'll see how it goes today. So would today be the deciding factor or... I didn't say that. I said we'll just see how it goes. When you say we'll see how it goes, are you referring to Matt's ankle? I'm referring to the whole to I'll see how it goes. All right. Will you tell us tomorrow? Maybe. (laughs) Maybe. 
a little snippet how it went down uh, at the press conference today. No further clarity, which just exacerbates the situation, and it has from day one. A couple of our items here for Greg Bedard. We'll do it with the phone calls. Alex in the truck has a question. Go ahead, Alex. You guys were uh, going over studs and duds before. Uh, I thought you guys would hit on it. I thought uh, Zoe and Beetle would hit on it. Um, can you guys get into what's going on with Jake Bailey? I mean, you know, top of the league the past couple of years in all punt categories, and now he's last. Is, is he hurt? What is up with Jake Bailey? I don't think he's hurt. I think he was hurt last year. I expected him to come back, have a huge year. I assume the Patriots did, considering they gave him a contract extension that makes him the second-highest-rated punter in the league. And he's been bad. Second-highest-paid, you mean? Well, yeah, sorry. Go ahead. Uh, but he's been bad. I mean, you know, what do you have, a 31.8 net last weekend? This last game? I mean, just... Too many examples of that. He hasn't changed field position at all. And then, you know, you get into uh, Marcus Jones with it taken out of the end zone. And, you know, he had that one game where he had some good returns. Yeah, the blocking was really good in that game. He didn't really have to do too much. And their special teams have not been good. I mean, other than Nick Folk, right? I mean, yeah. Nick, you know, his streak ended, but Folk overall has made the kicks you expect him to make. Ba- I thought early in the year, Bailey was kicking the ball far. Right, maybe sometimes too yeah, t- far. T- touchbacks, yeah. Right, but like now, the thing the other night. Oh, my he, God. He couldn't even kick the thing. It was missing it. Ethan in Norwood, what do you got? I just want to say that every time Miles Bryant steps on the field, I want to rip my eyeballs out because he gets burnt for either a first down or a touchdown, no matter what. That's it. Okay, uh, why is Miles Bryant still out there as much as he is? I mean, between Marcus Jones, Jack Jones, Jonathan Jones, Mills, like, I don't know. what. Why does Miles Bryant have to be out there as much as he is? I wish I could tell you, but Bill is still, like, rotating these guys, and he especially did it in this game. It's like, you know, it's just preseason all the time for the Patriots. Let's just play everybody. Let's see what they do. You want some playing time? How about you? You want to go in the game? I don't know. You go. Like, I, I don't know. I assume Bill's pacing himself, and uh, but the alternative would be, well, Jonathan Jones has been hurt. So if you really wanted to make a move, like you would put Jonathan Jones back at slot and go with Jack Jones and Jalen Mills or whatever you want to do. I don't think Miles Bryant has been that bad. He's made some plays. Again, I think that slot corner is next to quarterback, the toughest position in football because there's no help. You have no sideline. You're on an island. The two-way go, it's tough. And then you got to get into your run responsibility and things like that. It's, It's a really tough position. That's why Jonathan Jones made it look so good. He would have games where he got torched, too. You know, it's just a tough position. John in the truck. What do you got, John? Yeah, uh, I just, every time I see, well, the the short window that we've had with Bailey Zappi, guys are wide open when he's in there. Wide open. Uh, Either he's hitting them, finding them that that quickly, or... uh, uh, they're making a great game plan for him. Yep. Now, there's been all the scuttlebutt going around that there's a set of rules for Zappi and a set of rules for Jones, and they're giving Jones all of the, the lousy plays. <laughs> Do you really believe that? And Otherwise, if that is scuttlebutt and it's not true, then why is why are guys so wide open as opposed to when Jones is playing? Okay. Great. Well, I mean, they're using, they're using a lot of... Uh, they're using a much higher percentage of play action with Bailey Zappi. I mean, when you look at his stats, Bailey Zappi on play action, they're running it almost 30% of the time for him. Then you f- factor in screens, 
almost half of his dropbacks, at least going into this game, because uh, it was different. They were behind. You know, I'm sure the the numbers got a little bit skewed. About half of his dropbacks were either play action or screen. We're talking deceptive plays that sometimes the defense falls for. He averaged he averages 17.2 yards per attempt on play action. On regular action, regular dropbacks, 5.6. He has on regular action, he has four touchdowns on play action, no interceptions. On regular dropbacks, 5.6 yards, one touchdown, three interceptions. With Mac Jones, they have used play action about a little over 10% of the time, much less 8.5 yards per attempt on play action. It's not working as well for him. I mean, that's just, that's luck. It's not, I mean, you know, do, do I think Bailey Zappi is a better play faker than Mac? Yeah, I don't think he had to do it a lot at, at Alabama, but teach him, get him better. And on regular dropbacks, Mac is two yards better than Zappi, 7.6. Two touchdowns, five interceptions on that. You know, same ratio for these guys. So, to me, the the whole difference in this is Bailey and play action. And, and look, the caller can say, is this really going? We don't know, but I'm just telling you what's on film. Just look at Mac Jones's play action pass. Go watch it. Go Go find it. Go find your recording of the game. Watch what happens as far as a run action. What are they doing to tell the linebackers to suck them up? What signs are they giving them to say, all right, now I need to attack this because here come the run's coming. They're showing run tendency. I'm going to hit the hole hard. Tell me what they did on Mac Jones's play action pass. Now look at Bailey Zappi's pass. Tell me what they do there. On film, Bailey Zappi is given dual run action. Mac Jones is given none. It's just there. That's a fact. They, I'm not telling you they're doing it on purpose. Gave Bailey, Could have been happenstance. They gave ba- Bailey Zappi a more dialed up kind of play. Right. In other words. Yeah. And and like I said earlier, I talked to an offensive coordinator today because I wanted to get more into the mechanics of this. Hey, do you go into the game and, and what they do, they divide up the play sheet into terms of different situations. Drive starters, second and long, second and short. These are the plays we're going to run. And I said, do you have certain plays game plan plays where you're like highlighted or starred where you're like, I'm going to run that. And he said, absolutely. He's like, there are eight to 15 plays on my play sheet that says, before we leave the stadium, we're running these plays against this defense. Shot plays. We love them. These are are really dialed in plays. And and I'm asking the question, are they emptying the bucket for Mac Jones like they appear to be for Bailey Zappi? I'm not telling you what the answer is. I'm just telling you what I see on film, and it leads me to ask the question. And I'll ask Matt Patricia on Friday. I'll be there. I will ask him, do you think you are setting up for Mac Jones for success? I'm sure he'll say, absolutely. There's no difference. We can, I'm sure he's going to get that. That's a good question, Greg. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm sure he will. But... Look, it's just that's just a fact of what happened in the first half. And it took 15 plays to run that for Mac Jones on a play that counted. They ran it, Trent Brown false started earlier in the game. It took four plays for Bailey Zappi, and they ran back-to-back play-action pass, the Jacoby Myers play, and then the Devontae Parker play on the next series. Back-to-back plays. Okay, we're going to give you a little breaking news here. Is breaking sports news. Powered by Valvoline Instant Oil Change on 98.5, the Sports Hub. All right, go ahead, Jimmy. I don't have it in front of me. Sorry. Uh, per Field Yates, blue check mark, worldwide leader, ESPN, 
Uh, breaking news for week eight, Patriots quarterback Mac Jones took about 90% of the first team reps in practice today and will start for the team on Sunday against the Jets per source. So we take that as gold uh, because Field From Yates field, yeah. is a close friend of Steve Belichick. Was yep. it his wedding or was his best man? Or yeah. They're buddies. They're buddies from, they both go to Rutgers? Uh, Field did not. Okay. Uh, they're from the Nantucket. From that, okay. Yeah. I do see him there from time to time. Mm-hmm. Field, I'm talking about. So, uh, yes, okay. So, Field Yates is sort of a gold star Patriots reporter because he's got a real tight connection with Steve Belichick, and they don't they do not do Field Yates dirty. No. So, that's that. So, it is just sort of, so Bill had to see how it went today at practice to give you that. Yeah, he's putting the toothpaste back in the tube. Is what he's doing. That's what he's doing because he recognizes that you know. And uh, Greg has been saying he did him dirty. That's a horrible message to send to your locker room. So now you got to fix that. So that, that, to me, that's what this is. We're gonna uh, like we're gonna start over. We're gonna go back to the beginning. Mac is our quarterback. We're gonna start there and see where it gets us. And he, he might. I would hope that he talked to Patricia and Judge about I, it. I hope that he went to them and said, "Shut your pie holes." Set Mac up for success. Figure it out. He's our quarterback. Figure it out. And here's the other thing with this. I am happy that this is the decision. Mac Jones gives the Patriots, in my opinion, I could be wrong, the best chance to win games going forward. Now, it looks even worse what he did the other night. And this was my thing. At the minimum, you needed to come out of that game with enough work for Mac Jones to feel confident going into next week. And I asked him and Mac said, that's a great question, which meant, no, I didn't get enough work. So now you're just like, what was the point of the other night now? Okay. So if you're just joining us, uh, field Yates reporting, Mac Jones got 90% of the reps today at practice and will start for the Patriots Sunday in New York. Uh, more reaction to that with your calls, long commercial free segment. This fall football season, the game is on at Gage Cannabis. Gage Cannabis Company is your hometown team for the best selection and the most extensive cannabis menu around, including 50 strains of flour. Gage is a local, family-owned and operated business. Shop their accessories boutique at their air store located on Route 110. Visit their cool aroma bar where you can experience terpenes in a sensational new way. Get in the end zone at Gage Cannabis today and meet their friendly bud tenders. Open seven days a week. For more info, Google Gage Cannabis Company in Air Mass. Please consume responsibly. This product may cause impairment and may be habit-forming. There may be health risks associated with consumption of this product. This product has not been analyzed or approved by the Food and Drug Administration. There is limited information on the side effects of using this product, and there may be associated health risks. Marijuana use during pregnancy and breastfeeding may pose potential harms. It is against the law to drive or operate machinery when under the influence of this product. Keep this product away from children. There may be health risks associated with the consumption of this product. Marijuana can impair concentration, coordination, and judgment. The impairment effects of edible marijuana may be delayed by two hours or more. In case of accidental ingestion, contact Poison Control Hotline at 1-800-222-1222 or 911. This product may be illegal outside of Massachusetts. Massachusetts State License Number MR281248 services now more of felger and man now on, on, on the sports hub mac uh probably tonight at a minimum you wanted to knock the rust off and and you know get acclimated do you think you were given enough of a chance to give you confidence should you have to play next week against the jets yeah i think um yeah, that's a great question um obviously i played a lot of football but at the same time i'm still a young player so anytime i get a chance to go on the field i want to you know, put a better product out there. Um, like I always say, I prepare hard, but you got to be able to put it on the field, and I'm going to assess myself because I can only really speak for myself and um, just do better. And at the end of the day, I've been playing this game since I was five years old, playing quarterback since I was five, and it hasn't been like this the whole time. I've had to, you know, face a lot of different challenges some people don't know about, but 
I just kept working, and that's what I'm going to do. And I'm going to try and be the best teammate I can be and help the team any way possible. And uh, we'll be able to go out there and hopefully turn this thing around and win some games. Okay, Mac Jones, that's that question Greg asked him after the Monday night debacle against the Bears. Is he set up to succeed going up this week against the Jets? I'll, I'll tell you, I like the Patriots this week, and I'll, I'll tell you why in a second. But uh, Field Yates, ESPN, who, again, we consider uh, gold standard Patriots kind of reporter because he is mobbed up with the Belichick kids. And I had forgotten, Greg just reminded me, he was actually on the Patriots staff for a year. He was mm-hmm. like a, a scouting assistant or something. Yeah, for a year or two. So he's, uh, they, don't, they don't let him report wrong stuff. No, he's part of the family. Yeah, he is. So he's, this is like a family member getting the report, which, okay, so they're not going to do him dirty. Mac Jones will start this week and off and running. What's his leash? If he throws another interception on the third series, is he back out? Like, what's that going to look like? What do you expect? Good, Greg. I don't think he can pull him. I think he, this is Max' game. It's got to be after what just happened. He can't. Bill can't let this go on anymore. And look, yes, last week was bad. Uh, it was an NFC team, so that helps. If it was an AFC loss, considering tiebreakers, conference is the first thing when you get into playoff positioning. It would have been even worse. But it was an NFC team, and if they win this week in New York, it's forgotten. You know, they're still they're still in it. If they can get their quarterback playing better at the same time, even better. I mean, if that's if I'm Bill, that's what I'm doing this week. I am in the ear. I am in all those meetings. I am getting together with Mac Jones to say, okay, Mac, how can we help you? Because this team isn't going anywhere without Mac Jones. They just aren't. Okay, are they going anywhere without being able to run the ball, which they haven't been able to do the last two weeks? And how does that match up with this Jets defense, Greg? What do you got on the Jets? Uh, I, I only saw bits and pieces of them last week against um, Denver. Now, look, they have big two big offensive injuries. Brees Hall, the running back, the rookie, was probably their best offensive skill player. Elijah Vera Tucker was their best offensive lineman. Both were lost for the season. We'll have to see how they make up for those guys. Uh, these are two – I'm just looking at the DVOA numbers. These are pretty two similar defenses. Both are top ten. Uh, Jets, uh, Patriots are nine. Jets are ten. Uh, Patriots are not good against the run. The Jets are average against the run, and you know two offenses that are challenged. I, I, they also they they need to get the running game going a little bit more. I would like to see them run a little bit more power, a little a little bit more of their gap, their old school type of stuff, and just just get away from this outside zone. I mean, I think there, there was one for five yards and you know another couple for a yard last week. Um, it, it's just not working. They need to get they need to get some mojo going, and they need to they need to go back to basics. That's what I whatever. I think part of the reason for Zappy's success is that it put handcuffs on Matt Patricia. It said you know look everything's got to be basic. It's got to be clearly defined. Don't think that Mac Jones, just because he's in his second year and he did what he did his rookie year, that he's that he's not a young quarterback. He is. He's not even halfway through his second season. He's only played, what, four games now this year? He's a young quarterback that had to be tightly managed as a rookie, and that needed to continue. They needed to keep the training wheels on until he proved otherwise. And instead, they got out ahead of their skis, and he fell down, and they fell down. Now they got to put it back together. If they can do that, go back to basic. Run plays, screens, play action, controlled. Give them some easy throws. 
you know, not play action out, you know, 20 yard outs. Give them easy throws, get them going, get it, get the offense going in a positive direction. And I think they're going to, I think they'll be okay. I'm not horrific loss, bad loss on Monday night. I'm not running away from this team, but they got, it's got to start with the offense. It's got to start with the approach. It's got to start with Mac Jones. Okay. Read more of Greg on Boston Sports Journal. Give him a subscription. Even better. Thanks for coming in, big boy. We appreciate it. Thanks, guys. See All right, you, Greg. Coming up next, uh, our buddies Florio and uh, Chris Sims with an interesting analogy to what just went on here with Belichick and the quarterback situation, which may have just settled itself. Okay? If you're just joining us, there is breaking news on the quarterback situation. You'll hear it here in the update. There are no commercials. We come back and react to Florio and Sims and why I like the Patriots this week. Don't go anywhere. Air now has two premier cannabis dispensaries in the greater Boston area. Airback Bay is conveniently located in the heart of Boston at 827 Boylston Street across from the Prudential Center, serving adult-use customers. Or check out Air Watertown, located near Watertown Square at 48 North Beacon Street, serving medical patients and adult-use customers. Our team is eager to help you choose from a wide assortment of premium cannabis products. Join us in the air, spelled A-Y-R, in Back Bay, Watertown, or online. Please consume responsibly. This product may cause impairment and may be habit forming. There may be health risks associated with consumption of this product. This product has not been analyzed or approved by the Food and Drug Administration. There is limited information on the side effects of using this product, and there may be associated health risks. Marijuana use during pregnancy and breastfeeding may pose potential harms. It is against the law to drive or operate machinery when under the influence of this product. Keep this product away from children. There may be health risks associated with the consumption of this product. Marijuana can impair concentration, coordination, and judgment. The impairment effects of edible marijuana may be delayed by two hours or more. In case of accidental ingestion, contact Poison Control Hotline at 1-800-222-1222 or 911. This product may be illegal outside of Massachusetts. Massachusetts State License Number MR283946, MR283886, Watertown Medical License Number RMD325.